listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com with the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey, welcome to Infestation. We're covering Fantastic Fest 20... What year is it? It's 2038 20... now. What? Yeah. No, yeah. that can't be right. I know no, it's, it's, it's right. It's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 20-something, 2020-something? No, that was a long, long time ago when things were on fire. And honestly, the 2022 Fantastic Fest was not that good back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I could have sworn it was just... Wait a minute. What year did you say it was? 2038, baby. 20, yeah, no, that doesn't sound right. You're you're now 220 years old. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. And I'm only 32. What? <laughs> you look, I'm going backwards. You look terrible for 32. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Man, I look fantastic. I must have been taking my vitamins or something. Anyway, we're here to talk about uh, Fantastic Fest films. It is 2022. And the first one we're talking about here is The Offering. These are all bite-sized, little under-10-minute reviews to give you a quick feeling for what we thought about this film. these films. This one uh, is by a director, Oliver Park, who's currently attached to the film adaptation of the video game Layers of Fear. I have not played that or aware Don't know what it, it is. But apparently he was made the short film that was such a big deal and so well-received that they come came to him with the offer to make this film, yeah. which clearly had a really decent budget behind it, and even some reasonably big stars attached to it. Uh, most notably, Nick Blood, who I know best from playing Lance Hunter uh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who was supposed to get a spinoff of that show with Adrian Pilecki which because everyone was like "Ooh, we love him and we love her and they're great together and it never happened wow, um wow. Sure, and, and to be fair most uh, we're not even sure if agents of shield ever happened anymore in the mythology <laughs> unclear but he's on euphoria now i guess but eh. he plays a uh, son of a hasidic funeral director who's come home with his pregnant wife played by emily wiseman to hopefully reconnect with them because the last time they all got together dad was like no shishkas no goyim oh, but also uh, i think it was because the mother passed away too yes yeah and, so like there's a lot of big things well, there's a lot of emotions and dad was very nasty about her being in the family him marrying a non-jewish girl but now she's pregnant he come he's Turned around 180. He's just like, nope, nope. She's totally welcome. I love you. Welcome to the family. I'm think of you as my own daughter. He's like, oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah. For everything that son was saying about his dad, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be rough. Yeah. Paul Kay, by the way, playing the dad is a very experienced actor. He was great. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's good. But you know, uh, Nick Blood's character here is is like 
not too sure about everything yet, right? And plus, he's holding on to a secret, which is that his business hasn't been doing well, and he wants to talk his dad into selling the funeral business in the house. Or putting on collateral. Putting, putting it on collateral so he doesn't lose his own house. Spoiler or advice, people. Never do commercial real estate. Duh. <laughs> and... uh but, you know, he's there to, you know, it's a, it's an occasion to get back together and everything. And like, a, he, the, the morgue is below <laughs> the actual house. And he grew up helping his father work the morgue along that with. must be the most a, fucked up childhood, a, I swear a, to God. Right. Along with a family friend, Alan Cordunner, who, who is like a incredible, great character actor. Br- great British actor. He was in Anna and the Apocalypse. He's on Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. He, and it, his accent is so goddamn good in this, uh, this movie. It's, he's, Great. Well, we see in a little cold opening, there's a very old uh, Hasidic Jewish man who's performing some sort of Kabbalistic ritual, and it goes wrong, and he ends up sort of stabbing himself with a knife and taking some sort of evil spirit inside of himself. Or did it go or, right? Yeah. And so the body shows up, and the, kid, the dad's like, I got to go do this thing. And the kid's like, I got this. And it's like, takes off the sheets. It's a big knife is still there, pulls the knife out of the guy, and then sees there's he has some sort of pendant on. So he like tries to take the pendant off, and he drops it, and it breaks. And he's like, um, and he just kind of- Oh, it's sh- because, do you know why it breaks? Or why he drops it? It's because the body just- yeah, like opens oh, it's his just eyes. Nerves. <laughs> no, it's like oh, it's a rigor mortis. Like yeah, that yeah. shit happens. Right. You know how they car- crap themselves? Like, know, it's like that. You know how they tell you that stuff? And I'm like, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> also, wouldn't he know that yeah. if he's been doing this for so think. long? Anyway, doesn't matter. Point is, oh, that matters. Point is, it drops. He's like, oh, well, I don't want anybody to know about that. So he sort of just shoves <laughs> it down the drain. The, the Chris know, and Wright move. Just we, to like- <laughs> yeah, we know that that's not a good thing, right? And sure enough, whatever <laughs> the shit that that guy was trying to keep, that, you know, trapped inside himself is now sort of half free to cause chaos and said thing is a, a demonic entity that is known as the shapeshifter and uses shapeshifting and sort of mind trickery to get what it wants and, and it's what not, does it want chris uh i'm not really entirely sure but children ch- oh children yeah, yeah. it likes eating it's children. basically the the jewish it and it looks like it already ate a child because <clears throat> there's in the right in the beginning there's like missing posters and there's the funeral when they get there for the said child who was yes. no longer missing but was found dead and everyone's furious like who would do this to a child type of thing yeah. and you're like because this thing as it starts appearing starts appearing in the form of this child but really fucked up looking you're like okay well these two stories are obviously not disconnected <laughs> um and this is a relatively conventional horror film but in the way of sort of james wan sort of it's what's odd about it is just that it is so deeply embroiled in hasidic culture which is yeah. more unusual um but it plays like an insidious or something like that. If, and for me, I like those type of films. Yeah. I thought this was extremely well done. Very yeah. fun. Very fast moving. Yeah. Uh, I was film. never bored throughout all of this. And it, like the, the jump scares, like it was going to try to scare you every like five to 10 minutes or so easily. And it does a good job with like, it's very, uh, consolidated cast because it was shot during COVID mm-hmm. and the, the height of the COVID, uh, the height of the COVID. Yeah. It was in 2021 in Bulgaria. It was, I believe the only studio film in the whole world being shot at once and that was like that's the first time i think that's ever happened since film started that Good only on one film was offering. being shot but uh yeah it was it was really really fun the way that it uh uh it, it like it moved the like the the, the horror. We just saw a possum. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh god! What was <laughs> Sorry, that? I just saw. I was like, holy shit! The demon is here. It's like I have an offering for you. <laughs> uh, but it, it was uh, it was really fun to like to see where the hell this was going to go because the other 
like scary th- part of this is that the wife is pregnant and you're like oh shit or is this gonna have to do with the baby because that monster loves that baby's monster real, loves the baby's real baby back ribs crunchy baby and uh <laughs> and so uh a little uh never mind <laughs> what? little hollandaise on the baby uh yeah, sure why not it's great uh, that baby mcrib sandwich uh, baby- <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, that's dumb. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, but what was also good was the, uh, was the, the, the monster was convincing because yeah. every now and then you see the monster in like a full force and it, it, it didn't look bad. It's a cool looking monster. It's a cool looking monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like gnarly too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I like the, the film is really good at playing the sort of reality tricks, both on the character and by the audience as yes. well. And it, you know, uses that to great effect to be fun as well as leading into one of my favorite gotcha endings we've gotten in a while. It's, it's like, good. Oh, that was, that was cool. You got me there. That was a good. Yeah, one. No, it was good. And <laughs> it's one of the, again, this is a, another thing that I'm trying to coin is the, uh, we're all doomed, uh, genre. It's yeah. like, no, uh, I don't think anyone's getting out of this. Uh, like, and, uh, it's, it's really fun how it all ends up playing out. And it's just kind of like you, and you like the characters. And yeah. I, I think it was it's interesting that it wasn't only focusing on what you would think because it's a horror film. And there are definitely moments when it's focusing on the wife, but it doesn't necessarily focus on her in the end. It's focusing on the son, which is really what this is all about yeah. is him coming to terms with, you know, being honest and truthful and connecting with his father. And now like all this shit is happening and yeah. him like, Having to you know, get back to his faith. It's really good. It's yeah. really genuinely good. Uh, I think people who really can't, just can't do the more con- uh, commercial horror films might not care for it as much. But also fuck them. But, but also fuck them. You can like both. You, I can like my really arty horror films, and I can like my really commercial. Wow. Let's, let's films. just say this. Uh, tr- okay, on one of us, we say fuck you, art house horror. Makers. No, we we don't say that. I'm gonna say it. I'm not. You're you're wrong though. Actually, I do love the arty ho- art both. house. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen you have the vinyl for most of the art house m- movies. Okay. Much less the movies Look, themselves that is technically true well okay so we're gonna wrap up this review before we go deeper down the right psychology and uh oh, that'll take all day the horror film that all someday write about it okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this infestation we'll be back with many 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 more reviews this fantastic fest of our bite-sized reviews for fantastic fest films keep listening <laughs>